1: Hey guys, welcome to episode four of our walk through the solas with middle school pastor at First Baptist, Steve Strickland, uh, youth pastor at East Campus, Eli Blalock, and myself as we're walking through the five solas of the Reformation that we've been saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, according to the scriptures alone, and to the glory of God alone. And and today um, we get a fun opportunity to talk about what it means to be saved in Christ alone. So I hope and I pray this is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ. That and that it points you closer to Jesus.
0: Till the power of the Lord comes down.
1: Sing till the power of the Lord Wait, so this is episode four? Is this four? I can't count. I can't. Grace alone, faith alone, Christ alone, and then in the intro. Yes, Yes, Lord. that's right. Now, so uh, just reminder, we are going through the five solas that came out after the Reformation. We are saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, according to the scriptures alone, to the glory of God alone. Are you still impressed? Yes, yeah, I'm Thank so sweet. Uh, and so right now, this—I uh, didn't say this before. But this might be my favorite one to think about. In honestly. Christ alone. In Christ alone. It is. Uh, it is. And so, hey, we're gonna read uh, Hebrews chapter one. So if you have your Bible, get that. Take and, out your uh, Bibles. Woo-woo. We're gonna read. Yes, I still have students that yell. Freshman, I love it. I love it. Uh, Hebrews one. We're gonna read verse one through four, and uh, really, we're gonna attack this idea. Attack it. Of, um, <laughs> uh, of Jesus being prophet, priest, and king. And you're gonna hear about that in just a second. Nice. But in Christ one. So verse one of Hebrews chapter one. It says, long ago, God spoke to the fathers by the prophets at different times and in different ways. In these last days, he has spoken to us by his son. For God has appointed him heir of all things and made the universe through him. That's mm. my favorite verses. Mm. The son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact expression of his nature sustaining all things by his powerful word. And after making purifications for our sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. So he became superior to the angels, just as the name he inherited is more excellent than theirs. Uh, you know those passages of scriptures that as like a teacher, preacher, you feel intimidated by because yeah. you don't feel like you could teach it and you're good enough. Yeah. Hebrews 1 is forever that for me. Uh, <laughs> it's forever. And so, uh, but we're talking about this idea of Jesus being prophet Him being priest and him being king and all around this idea of in Christ alone. And so, first off, we see that idea of prophet uh, really in verses 1 and 2, right? Yeah, I think so, yep. Mm -hmm. God spoke. God spoke. Yep. Right. And
0: uh, in these last days, he's spoken to us through his son. Jesus
1: is the ultimate revealer of who God is and what he wants. Which is cool because I love how he says that he's spoken to us at prophets at different times and in different ways. And he's not negating the prophets there. Right. Right. He's he's mm-hmm. not diminishing the voice of the prophets, mm-hmm. not diminishing their prophetic word um, mm-hmm. driven by the Holy Spirit, but there's just something about Jesus, right? Right. Jesus is the fulfillment and the fullness of all that God wanted to say.
0: I used this illustration last night at church in a different way, and I'm going to reinterpret it. But this just came to my head, and I think it—it it, it sounds brilliant right now, but it could come out and be really <laughs> bad. But it's sort of like the pro, the prophets were the shadow, but Christ was the substance. Go he bubble. was the thing like casting it. it, and that's Man. that's ripped off of a Matt Papa's song. But anyway, so, that's so yeah. good. Matt Papa, yeah, I like I, I like it. Like
2: Shout out Matt Papa. So. Google Matt Papa. iTunes. Yeah. Come hold the wonder's oh. mystery. It's so good.
1: Yeah, I you know whenever I think about this, because uh, I mean there is an element too of Jesus being the Word here right? Yes. Would y'all agree with that? Yes. You know, I, I love John 1, 1, you know, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and kind of the whole, um, again, I think i quoted you like three times, but I think you used this illustration. I love I, it. I, think, I think it was you, that that Our, children's book, that children's Bible. You remember that? Where it said Jesus being the word is Jesus is everything that God wanted to say in a person. Boom. Oh, that's, I got that from oh, good. Dr.
0: Fuller. Yeah. From Dr. Fuller. That that would, yeah, that wouldn't that's me. That's so good. good. Yeah.
1: Like, I just, It's so simple. Shout out, Dr. Fuller. I love Dr. Fuller. I hope he's watching this. <laughs> That'd be That'd be so that would make my day if he's watching this. Um, but he's everything that God wanted to say in a person. He's the revealed word of yeah. God, which is so cool. So and cool. then when you
2: realize, and then when you see and experience and understand the revealed Jesus— brings everything into light. Yes. That's the part. It's mm-hmm. like when you realize that, then it makes Genesis, it makes the whole canon of Scripture go, wow.
1: Yeah. And that's what has been so cool for me, shameless plug for our podcast here. But we've been going through the book of Acts on the yeah, podcast. Yeah. And that has been so cool for me is yeah. watching, you know, Peter and Paul yeah. and Stephen Preaching from the Old Testament. Yes. And it was not like Christianity is this break from everything that was happening. No. It's, it's like, so. it's just, it literally, reading it, it literally is like their light has just been turned yeah. on in their eyes. And it's like, oh my gosh, we see this Old Testament. Jesus on the road. For the way we should have seen yes. it now. Right? Mm-hmm. That's right. It's so cool. Jesus has, has so his cool. resurrection. Pre- I think, I want
0: to back up a little bit <laughs> for a second because I just thought about this. Um, what is a prophet, priest, and a king? Because it probably helped mm-hmm. for us to define that because those are all categories in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. yeah. but it's not obvious what... I mean, you know, I don't think of people as prophets or priests, right? You know, you okay. get what I'm saying? Okay. So, yeah, so I think it'd be good to define some so terms. Prophet.
1: Yeah. What's prophet? I would say a, um, a mouthpiece for the word of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, somebody no, that speaks, speaks for God, the yeah. Okay. And, and,
0: we, and, the and we need a pro- and we need a prophet because we need somebody to tell us what God wants who He He's is, exactly yeah. Right. yeah. Right. So, so, so we need a prophet. True. So, a what's priest? A,
1: priest? Me? a priest? How about you answer a question? For <laughs> <once>? <laughs> I just answer that one. <laughs> I just answered that last one. Uh, a, a priest in the Old Testament, uh, particularly the great high priest, yeah. would make atonement for the sins of. He'd have to make atonement for himself. Yes, then he'd also have to make atonement for the sins of the people by right. shedding a spotless lamb happening. Leviticus 16. that 16. Um, the day of atonement. And so the priest would make sacrifices not only for him but for on behalf
0: of the people, and I think, yeah, and I think if I could summarize it, it maybe a different way, I'd say that it's a mediator mm-hmm. between God and people. Yep. Right. It's sort of the guy that can represent both parties right. to each other. Right. So it's like I'm going to represent you to God. I'm going to bring your sins. I'm going to cover those for you, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to come back and on God's behalf tell you that you're forgiven. That's yep. right. That's you know, right. and so he kind of it, it's a mediator yep. type right. role. Um, right. uh, so King. The ruler, the ruler, the of armor. yeah. So yeah, the yeah. one in charge. Yep. So I like that one's that was probably the, and the priest and king.
2: And what's interesting is is that's who he not only is revealed, but he's always been.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: He's the Word. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the mediator.
0: He was always there.
2: Always there. Mm-hmm. He's always been king.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, you see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like that's which which says when you look at the Old Testament scripture, and you said this shadows to substance mm-hmm. is. It pointed to something, but it, in the Old Testament as it's teaching and if we were living there, it would, it would almost be like we're probably, it just, something's missing.
1: Well, yeah, because it's pointing to the perfect.
0: Right.
2: You see what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. pointing to
1: Jesus. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is so cool when you're about, you know, the prophet speaking on behalf of God or speaking mm-hmm. the word mm-hmm. of God, telling us what we need to know mm-hmm. is Jesus comes and he basically says, I am. I, I am. It. Yes. Yeah. I am it. You know, um, so is that enough on prophets? So yeah, we talked about prophet, yeah. and then we went
0: backwards and defined what a prophet actually was in the first place. Now idea. we can move forward with priests. So, so <laughs>
1: Jesus as priest. priest. And so uh, I'll just read again to make sure. Um, I guess would you st- oh start at verse three. The mm-hmm. sun is the radiance of God's glory, the exact expression of a nature, of his nature, sustaining all things by his powerful word. And after making purifications for sins, Ooh. he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Yeah, that's really for priest Jesus and king Jesus. rolled Christy. up together. Yeah. yeah. So
0: yeah, he's the priest and that he's he's atoned for all sins with his own with his own flesh, with his own body on the yeah. cross. Um he's covered all of them. Um and also <laughs> So he was
2: not only the the pointing to the Old Testament priest, he was also the land, the the
0: land. yeah he's a unique priest. Yeah, he's yeah yeah. He and he offers himself. Absolutely, himself yeah. And so yeah, absolutely. And he he's the king in that he sits. I mean, one, it's not just it says that he sits at the right hand of Majesty on high, which is cool. But I love the phrase where it says that he's sustaining all things by his powerful word, yeah. like you, existence itself. I don't know. Reality do you, is held together. Do
2: you? I don't, and yeah. you guys probably know this, but it just it blows me away every time. Of, that's that's Colossians. What? Yeah.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's just in so... him and through him. Ah. Yeah. Oh,
1: my word. Yep. I remember at camp this year, we were looking at uh, Daniel speaking to Belshazzar when he's interpreting his dream. Interpreting. Interpreting. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was interpreting that dream. That's, I'll tell you what? That's um, not a word. When he was interpreting <laughs> King Belshazzar's dream, and he's telling me how prideful he is, and he says, You have not honored the God who holds your life breath in his hand. <laughs> And mm. to sit there and think about how God and how Jesus here is sustaining all things, like I like yes. shouldn't, man. I mean, let's just think about this. Like, shouldn't that change? So the need was tangent. Of Jesus. I'm sorry, but yes. shouldn't that change the way like we worship and sing? It's like <laughs> because you come in saying this week, maybe God hadn't done anything for you. <laughs> no, what? Like you are yeah. here. You're yeah. living. Yeah. You're breathing, and He's holding it all together. So like, all right. yeah, yeah, the universe exists. So, uh, yeah. He's still <laughs> so working still, yeah, He's still working. He's still moving. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> Yeah, That's it's I, I think I love too is is you know mentioning the priest a second ago specifically the Old Testament how he would have to make a sacrifice for himself That's right. before he went for the people. That's what Jesus was, the a, better wasn't Jesus Jesus was a, a better priest himself. Jesus was a better priest. He's better high priest because bro he lived that perfect sinless exactly life. Exactly right, and he didn't have to make atonement for himself. Mm-hmm. He simply became sin for those of us uh, for the for he became sin who knew no sin, which is it. just stinking cool, man, stinking cool.
0: So. Can I can I steer the conversation for a second again? Yeah, yeah. All right. So let so let's let's bring up some of the historical context we that we talked about. Really because like once it. we bring up the historical context, then we can talk about <laughs> how we still screw up today. Yes. And and maybe try to fix that. Um so why why is it because like if you go around and you were to read any Catholic theologian from the time of the Reformation, or or now for that matter, then they're going to be like, yeah, in Christ alone. Yeah, I mean, like, they're not going to have, like, they would have an issue with you saying we're saved by faith alone. They would outright reject that. Right. But you say in Christ alone, they're not going to have an issue with that. Um, so why is this considered like a distinctive of of the reformers, of,
1: of Protestants? Why is that? Yeah, I mean, I think we we talked about two issues kind of beforehand, is one that, every ounce of my righteousness comes in Christ alone. Mm-hmm. Like every ounce. So it's not, I, I, the way I always like to say it is it's not Jesus plus this in my life. It's it's Jesus and it's, it's Christ. And so, so I think when you add that element of grace alone through faith alone in Christ alone is that grace and that faith is coming through Christ. Like it's not a, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like it's not like I'm adding anything to that equation where I think they would have said, in the time of these 95 Theses when now nailed on the door in the Catholic Church is that there was an element of something that we could add to, that it was, we were saved in Christ, but there was some stuff that we had to do as well to tack yeah. on. Is that fair could it, what I'm saying? Could it,
2: could it be that they were, res- they were responding to a problem that they could have even seen coming out of the whole, in that time, faith is not enough, you must do all this, then ultimately your natural progression would, would be, well, then is Jesus enough? so then is did what he did his his perfect life his perfect sacrifice was that all i because because if the teaching is you have to have faith but also all of this then basically what you're saying is you're 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 adding to what's missing mm-hmm. and basically it's like in Christ alone means in him you don't need to add anything else
0: mm-hmm. yeah and i think yeah so I, I think that's one of those things that it wasn't. It's not necessarily like explicit in Catholic theology, but it's implied that Jesus is not enough. And I think that the way that it's, and I think that the way that it's implied is that for them, like if we go back to the indulgence things, Mm -hmm. what you were do, what essentially what they're teaching is they called it the, the treasury of merits. It's basically like a storehouse of good works. And so you have all these saints, the apostles from the past that did more righteous things than they actually needed to go into heaven. So it's like, there's less, this is a weird, this is crazy to think about, I mean, that (laughs) I'm sorry. I, I just don't see how people believe this, but it's like, but it, it, essentially, there's leftover righteousness that you can claim, and so if your righteousness is insufficient, then you can buy an indulgence and use some of Peter's leftover righteousness or wow. something like that, right. and so now you're adding <laughs> to yeah, and so that's where it gets messed up because what we're mm-hmm. saying is you don't need Peter's righteousness, right. you don't have to buy anymore. Jesus has more than you will ever need it, in and of Himself, uh, I do, yeah.
2: and I could be wrong. This could be pushing out there, and you tell me that's not the same illustration. But don't we do that? that Sometimes would be like, well, I, I belong. My my father was a pastor.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Or yeah. I
2: grew up in same that, thing. You know, I grew my he and because he was so good, it spilled out on me. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. that's the same
1: thing. Yeah. And I think I would say the same or, too. It's not. And I know they were implicitly or they were explicitly saying that that was probably one of those things that we maybe not explicitly say that, but we implicitly but we, believe, we that believe that. that.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: so I'm okay because my granddaddy was he's a deacon mm-hmm. at First Baptist Church Indian Trail, so mm-hmm. I'm really okay.
0: Yeah. And yeah. And 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 to add on to this, because that really addresses to in, in my mind, the priest, the priestly role there. Um, but also, too, like if you think about the way that the Catholic Church is is set up, um, especially with the role of the pope. Um, the pope in a lot of ways functions as the mouthpiece uh, of God. Um, he true. yeah he feels he feels that prophetic role. He's also he in that day and age at least not necessarily anymore but at that point in time he was the kingmaker. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah he, that's right. he, he made that's like, right. he made people king and right. he really and he could bring a king down, Oh yeah he was political absolutely. He had an, I believe he had an army at that mm-hmm. point if I'm correct. Um, and so, like it was, yeah, it, it, and so you have all of that, and it 's saying that, really, in a lot of ways, I think that maybe this Christ alone speaks against the office of the Pope, mm-hmm. saying that look, that role should not exist, He is taking what belongs to Jesus, Jesus is the ultimate word of God, he is the final say he. He's that. He's the head of the church. Mm. He's the ultimate ruler of the universe. And we don't look to another king besides Jesus. Which is why
2: a lot of people who taught this were put to death. Yes. Because you don't walk up in there and say, oh, by the way, you go, You need to quietly go ahead and step down because your office isn't needed. And the Pope go, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Not I'm sorry. It's like, how dare you?
1: Off with your head. Off with yeah. your head. Yeah, And it's so cool as we talked about, I think the first episode, reviving things that the that, you know, the Luther believed, the early church believed, mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm. in, the, in the five solas, like what was probably the main source of persecution for Christians in the first century? It's that people, they were supposed to be saying Caesar is Lord. Yes. And they're saying, no, he's not right. Oh. That Jesus is, you know, you look at Revelation and how, you know, wow. politically charged Revelation is, you know, looking as great of a city as Rome was, mm-hmm. we call it Babylon, you know, and stuff. Saying Rome ain't gonna last forever, man, you know, <laughs> and it is cool. And I just thought, thought of that. But it's it's cool how in this the revivalization of in Christ alone, if He is the King alone, they're saying the same thing that the early church. That's exactly right. Which for yeah. us, uh, we should say that today, politically alone. too. It's, yes. his, Jesus, I was gonna say team. like we
0: were talking <laughs> earlier, like man, if you look at church history, alert. it was not <laughs> it was not perfect for the right. first hundred years, but things, but when things really got sideways, and what led up to a lot of the issues that reformers were trying to fix, is when Christianity became the state religion Mm. when the church Mm. got in bed with emperors and kings and rulers and politicians, things got all kinds of sideways. You know, when we're talking about how they would say off with your head, you know, they wouldn't behead people. They would burn them at the stake. I I found this out. Do you know why the church would execute people by burning? Mm -mm. Because Christians couldn't shed blood. And isn't that isn't that just like a crazy hoop to jump through? Like, no, this is okay because we're not actually, we're not actually shedding blood. Them bleed. Yeah, and so yeah, so this is okay. This isn't <laughs> sinful. Yeah, wow. this isn't sinful for us to do. Really but you awesome. know what? When you have when power is online, it is crazy what people will justify to stay it's in. It's yeah. true. That's yeah. a truth. And right so like there. that is just to me that's a cautionary tale. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's cool.
1: I love it. So I love, I love that in Christ alone, man. I just you know to wrap it up. I just I, I, when I think about stuff like this and I think about this truth, like it almost just makes me want to sing, man. Like it real, and I'm not saying that just as a joke. It really does yeah. because you, you sit there and you rejoice in the fact that it's not by me. It's, I, I love Romans five when it says through one man, sin into the world. And yeah. then through one man, you know, not, not through one man. Plus a little bit of Justin Kinley. No, you oh, know come on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like through one man, life entered through all. And, um, Jesus, prophet, priest, and King, man. I think it's cool. I love
0: it. It's good stuff.
1: So,